Cinema Think Tank podcast. Okay, uh, hello everybody, welcome to our podcast, the Cinema Think Tank podcast, and I'm Alex. With me here is Cabello. Cabello, please say hi to our listeners. Oh, hi. Uh, hi, listeners. Uh, happy MLK Day. Uh, yeah, for those listening. Actually, we're recording this on MLK Day, so... Uh, Wait, is it today? I, I actually have no idea. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it actually is today, but I guess it was today for the listeners because surely the this episode is going to go out after it. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. I hope everybody is uh, weathering the COVID storm very well. Okay, okay. First of all, first of all, I just wanted to say that um, this is a very chaotic podcast. <laughs> this episode is so very chaotic considering like the the technical hoops that we had to, you know, uh, come off to uh, to really record this. Actually, I'm I'm so frustrated. But actually, today we were doing our top top fives. So. Okay, here's another story. The story is, we actually recorded this episode before, but the audio wasn't good, and it was a top 10 then. So we decided to narrow it down, and yeah, this is it, I guess. This is it. Um, so, yeah, I guess, like, uh, our listeners are going to hear us talking about things that we also, we've already talked about. I feel like I'm going to be repeating myself here. For for the most part, I, and I, yeah, no, I I think I think maybe I, I will be also um, repeating myself, but I've rejiggered my top ten. I I think this my top five is actually better than the top ten I had had uh, previously. So maybe I wouldn't uh, really be repeating myself as um as such. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> okay. Um. Now I feel like. W- Okay, maybe not repeating my ourselves, but like I feel like we will be referring to the podcast that we didn't, you know, that we recorded the other day but didn't publish. Because I feel like we've said a lot of things in that podcast, and um, yeah, we might be referring back to that. But anyway, well, I'll try to, I'll try to repeat myself, I guess. Okay, okay, that that's very brave of you, you know. Yeah, um, actually, I guess I'm just struggling this podcast right now because I'm I'm looking for my list. Um, so, uh, what have you been watching? What ha- I've been watching, um, I, yeah. I, I was watching like Dead to Me, right? Netflix. Um, yeah, was, yeah, season one, episode one. That's the uh, that's the only episode I've seen. I've been rewatching. I rewatched successfully actually Living Single, uh, the first season. It um. It's still very much brilliant. It's it's basically friends before friends was friends, right? Uh, because it has it, it has a group of friends in New York, but these are black uh, friends in, in in New York, and they have degrees, and all of them are actually working. I was like astounded when I was rewatching, and I was like, "Whoa, these are black people that that are not bums, right?" And this aired on Fox back in the day, so I was like, "Whoa, the representation here is." It's ridiculous, right? And then I, I watched a couple of movies. I saw While We Were Young. I saw um, Wonder Woman. I saw The Nest. Um, yeah, that's basically, that's basically. It. Oh, I saw two, 
uh, Jason Statham movies like The Mechanic, The Mechanic One, and the the second Mechanic. I think that is the biggest achievement I have film wise this year, right? To have watched um, a Jason Statham movie, he never pops up on my letterbox or my viewings anymore. So yeah, I'm I'm, okay. I'm quite proud of that. I have a theory. Yeah. I have a theory. Remember, letterbox has um, <laughs> a stats right it has stats at the end of the year and usually it's gonna uh, show you somebody or an actor who films you've seen the most and stuff like that yes um i have a theory that jason is going to be on your <laughs> year and uh stats <laughs> nah, on I, doubt it. I think i think adam <laughs> driver possibly might be there right uh, because I think I'll probably be seeing more of his stuff. Uh, not 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 Jason Statham. So I saw How to Ruin Christmas as well. Uh, I saw Cobra Kai season two, brilliant uh, stuff. So F is for Family season three. So most of my viewing is um, Netflix based actually. Not uh, it's not as adventurous as I would have liked. What have you been watching? Um. Okay. So I have told you this, but I have been watching was it in the jungle i've seen the four the first four episodes brilliant brilliant stuff uh in one sitting in one sitting um and also i've also seen what who wait what is it called we are who we are yeah the luca guadagnino uh miniseries i think it's a miniseries uh but i feel like that that show has a has a subtitle because while I was watching it, each and every episode is named uh, right here, right now. Part one, part two, part three, until the end. So I feel like the, you know, the complete, the complete name for the miniseries is We Are Who We Are Right Here, Right Now. Okay. Which is artsy, but I, I think, I think it should have been in the title it, it should have been there okay. i feel like it's important I, I think you need picking so, there to be um you know to be to be honest i think i i don't see any problems there the show is still a show and it's, it's okay. good enough it's good enough to be watching <laughs> right it's good enough for you to actually watch it so who cares about the titles really because sometimes titles are, are meaningless right it's like when you watch um baby driver there's no baby driver being driven in baby driver, right? Maybe the driver might be a baby driver, but he's not really a baby driver. Because then if he was a baby driver, then he would be um, that kid uh, from that movie with Alec, Alec Baldwin as the voice, right? Um, Which one is that? Um, no, I, I, I forget it, but it's, a, it's an animation. I think Universal Studios released it or... Um, I know it's not a Pixar movie. It's about a, a boss baby. Oh, um, the boss baby. Well, if it's a or something like that. Okay, if it's animation, I will not know it. Oh, okay, so. yeah, yeah. But actually, the point I'm trying to make here is titles sometimes don't matter. Which actually, what you were saying it reminds me of um, uh, this Korean movie. Actually, right now, wrong then um, is yeah one of my favorite movies. Actually, you should you should check it out. Actually, it's really good. I think I, I I had the movie. I don't know what happened to me, but 
I don't know where it is right now, but I once had the movie. Okay, no, it's, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I think it's uh, it will air on HBO so that you can uh, possibly watch it. It's okay. <laughs> okay. So, so, so how do we do this then, Alex? How, am, am I starting, or you start with your with your number five? Okay. Um. I, okay. Uh, I just want to be very very uh transparent here because like i feel like in my top 10 right because i'm gonna narrow it down to top five right now i haven't really done the last two films but i do know my top three i do know that one but like the last two i just gonna be you're gonna freestyle uh, i think you're gonna freestyle them yeah okay yeah that works but like let me start with number five and i'd i'd go with Okay, not I'd go with, but I'm going with the five plots. Okay, okay. Spike Lee star. So basically, yeah, for those who don't know, the five plots is a Spike Lee film on Netflix about these bodies who go back to... Okay, these bodies who fought in the Vietnam War and now are going back to Vietnam to get some treasure gold. Because, you know... They left it there during the war, and now it was time to go reclaim it. And it is a very, it is a very, I don't want to say entertaining, but like, it is enjoyable. I liked it, and I liked the message it said. And I think what I liked the most about it is that, um, actually, I wasn't expecting to like it. So uh, it quite surprised me, actually. Yeah, you were, you, you sort of have ever, or had, uh, a, a Spike Lee bias, right? Based on uh, the Black Lensman, right? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think it's good that you watched it. So the the movie as well, it's it's actually on my top five as well. So it's it's heavy handed at times, I think, uh, maybe to drive the point home. So in in the movie, there's um they look back at the times there in Vietnam and they do uh, tackle uh, PTSD as any you know as any. Uh, war movie with their salt uh, would actually do. Um, it I I think for me it, the movie is it has like three genres in there, um, but I'm not gonna spoil it for the uh, for the audience. I think people will be surprised at how the the genres actually intertwine to to make a uh, you know a whole you know a whole movie actually, and it, it also has um, stock footage. Uh, which sometimes can be un- unnerving, um, and uh, it harks back to. I don't know if you've seen the the move about the longest day in summer. Um, do the right thing. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson in the plays this this jockey, right? Who? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you've seen, seen it, yeah. So so there's also that sort of uh, thing there where there's a a disc jockey, um, a Vietnamese, I think, and she plays. Um, music and she dedicates it to the, um, to 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 the Vietnam vets and 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 um and stuff like that. So I, I think that's um a way that Spike does, like uses that device to break up the narrative at times. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's your number five? Oh, oh, my number five is actually a son, right? Also a Netflix movie. Recency bias here, of course. I saw it on 
Vulture's top uh, 10 or 20 of of 2020. And I was like, okay, what is this movie, right? And he's son. Right? Then I checked the trailer and then I was like, whoa. Okay, then this is something I would, I would definitely actually watch. It's from Taiwan, right? And it's about... Uh, it's the, the the father has uh, two sons essentially, um, one good son and one bad son. The the last born is actually the bad son. He goes to um, to reform um, to reform um, what is this a penitentiary or a, a a juvenile jail. So at the start of the movie, there's a there's a crime is committed, uh, a very big crime that is central to the story, and then the the crime is committed between, so there's a there's this young boy, and and a slightly older friend, and then they both go to jail, but then they come back and meet again, and then the other guy actually holds it against the the young son, um, the fact that you know what you were a criminal and so on. So the father I these are not spoilers, starts, are they? No, these are these are actually not um, these are not spoilers. Actually, I wouldn't I wouldn't dare spoil a movie. So the it's about father father and son sort of like relationships and um, and and stuff like that. You know, um, the what I just mentioned now it's actually at the very start uh, at the very start of the movie, and you see hallmarks of it as well in the in the trailer. So I didn't spoil anything. Um, movie short is short brilliantly and beautifully right and there's um the end just blew me away right like if you don't um if the movie bores you like let's say you watch an hour and and, it, and you think it sucks just for to the end um the end will get you you know um <laughs> okay that's an interesting if, one you know if it doesn't get you you know like i'm saying if it doesn't get you then you should stop watching movies. Wow. Stop cinema. Wow. Like that's how like that's how brilliant the the end is. I usually hate endings of movies actually. I don't I don't see them as um actually you know what? I can watch a movie, a brilliant movie, and then the ending can be bad but it still won't spoil the movie. That's how much I don't care, you know, for endings, but this one here, man. A son is it's brilliant. And it's spelled sort of like a sun, like the sun itself. So it's not a sun like, you know, the sun. Yeah, of the father and stuff like that. So it's, yeah, no, it's brilliant, actually, What's um, your number four? Okay, no, I actually yep. put it on my list since our last, our last uh, podcast. Yep. Or, yeah, our last podcast that didn't make it to the, you know, to the internet. <laughs> but yeah, no, 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 of course, I have to admit here a particular... Um, um, subjectivity, right? That cinema is itself uh, subjective. So you may not, anyone else may not like the movie and may find the ending very boring and um, misleading, essentially, right? So I just have to point that out as a caveat. Okay, now my number four is 37 seconds. Um, okay, another Netflix movie, okay? Yes! Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. let me say this. <laughs> this was always number f- my number four, actually. I thought I was going to change it, but I, I looked at it and I was like, no, you know, this movie had a lot of impact on me and I may have shed a few tears watching this movie or not. I'm not sure. I don't remember. <laughs> but, you know, the first... Brilliant. That, that... Yeah, the, the first half is magical. 
I mean, it's a very resonant story. Basically, it's about this um, uh, this lady, this twenty-one-year-old lady who's uh, paraplegic. I think, yeah, she's paraplegic. I think she is. So, uh, she she uses she uses a wheelchair, right? But you know, all her life she's been under the surveillance of her mother. You know, trying to protect her from you know the outside world. And so she's been in a very protective environment. So she decides that actually I want to explore uh, myself and explore the world. So basically this movie is about uh, this character having some sort of a sexual awakening, right? And it is very, very interesting. Very, very interesting and very emotional. Um, And like towards the... So something happens in the movie um, in the middle uh, towards the end. Okay, it's not in the middle, but towards the end. Um, And it changes the tone of the film, but like still, still this movie, this movie and the things that it talks about, right? Because like there are this movie, these kinds of movies do exist. I think there's a genre of sorts of this kind of... uh, kid uh you know a kid uh wants to explore themselves and you know uh and uh, try to break out of their parents um being everywhere and stuff like that uh and i feel like this one is the best of them right because i think hulu has a film like this one called run is it run or something like that starring um wow i'm gonna forget her name okay i'm gonna forget her name on a podcast but it's called run uh you know her you know her she was in the first season of uh simpson uh what is it called um american crime story uh the one about the guy uh oj simpson oj simpson yeah okay yeah but you know her. There she was, was the a, lawyer there. There were a couple of women actors there. No, she in... was a lawyer. Oh, you mean the lead? Yes. You mean the lead? Starring next uh, to okay. Stealing K. Brown. Okay, yes. Um. Yeah, the viewers also know her. I... Wow, I can't believe... The, the, the name has changed yeah. <laughs> she's a major name in Hollywood. I'm forgetting this name. <laughs> okay. It happens, uh, you know, yeah. Uh. So, yeah, she stars in that... Uh, film called run on hulu and i feel like it's about the same kind of subject um, oh, okay so, so, so that's why you're saying there's a there's a genre of, of the stuff yeah yeah i think there's a genre of kids um well i think like even the whole coming of age story thing um is essentially this right for i mean for the most part for the most part it's about uh teenagers yeah rebellion. so it's like about yeah, I think specifically about kids. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, it was made like in the 90s, or also released in the 90s, sorry. And Rosario Dawson, I think, stars in it. And there's a guy, I don't, I, I don't know his name. He actually also stars in The Wire. He was um, a, a drug addict there. He also starred in Kids, weirdly. I only found this out when I was uh, watching Kids two years ago, three years ago. Um, and in that movie, like these kids discuss AIDS, you know, they, 
actually have sex with one another and give each other AIDS as well. So yes, so I think you are quite correct when you say that the um, coming of age story does touch upon you know a sexual awakening because I'm thinking here of uh, Call Me by My Name or Your Name. Um, oh yes, with that uh, t- yes Timothy Chalamet, right? And um, yeah, and and what happens there? Uh, essentially okay so just as a disclaimer for those who don't know this film is japanese i'd like to believe yeah i think it is japanese yeah it is japanese there's a lot of anime in here so uh for anime fans um yeah there's a lot of it okay yeah so my number four is actually the five plus which you've which we've uh discussed um not at ad- nauseum but like you know enough to peak uh, someone's interest so I'll, I'll just skip to my number three which is the assistant right um and the so much minimalism in in the assistant essentially that I, I i don't know i don't know if i if i say you know if i say a lot i would have said too much and then spoil the movie but the movie is, is set uh, in an office it's basically a workplace drama that's looking at um at me too ish type thing, um, if if uh, a lot of ri- the writing and the and the reviews on the movie have um, said like it's the Harvey Weinstein type of you know type of movie and, and I think by saying that I've I've said a lot of course so this um, assistant is is a woman working in a in a predominantly male um, office and she's um, relegated to actually doing the office work you know like the the mundane tasks like. You know, photocopying stuff, calling, um, you know, calling the calling and appeasing the boss's wife and stuff. And then when when the boss who throws a lot of tantrums, um, uh, throws them, they actually almost always directed actually at the at the women. And the movie actually looks at the power structures, looks at toxic masculinity as well, looks as looks at um, how we many of us as 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 men um are enablers um of abusers you know be it, you know verbal abusers physical abuse any kind of abuse we just chalk it up and and, and and we say like to the young women actually that that are coming up who want to be successful we 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 tell them that you know what bear with it you know bear with it now bear with these assholes and then they'll get better and the industry essentially gets better as you as you go along but it's not the case actually as we've seen with uh the the harvey weinstein case so the the movie is very resonant i think and it's um very uh current i think i i think you would i think you would watch this movie in 20 years and it would still be very much uh current and it stars um the lead is from Ozark, right? Yeah, Jennifer Garner, I think. Yes, yeah. Je- Jennifer Garner is from Ozark, and a couple of there's a there's a guy there that stars in the he started in Criminal Justice at, uh, uh, on the BBC, and he also stars um, in the HBO show um, Succession. Oh yeah, um, he's, he's um, in this as well, right? Matthew. Matthew something, I think. Oh. Yeah, all I know is British. All I know is that he is British and yeah. So I don't know, man. Anything anything do you have do you have anything to say actually about the assistant? Because I know it's on your list as well. Um 
Okay, I love it. I freaking okay. love it. I think it it might have been one of the okay. It was one of my very much anticipated films of the year when I, I first heard about this idea of uh, an assistant. Sundance. Yes. Was it Sundance? Sundance. No, okay. I don't think it was. No, it wasn't. Sun, was it? I'm not sure. Toronto. Okay, okay. Yes, I yeah. think it was Tiff. It was Tiff. Okay. Yes, it was Tiff. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was. But I, I was so eagerly waiting for, to get my hands on this film, and yeah, I saw it. When I saw it, it blew my mind. It blew my mind. The hype was real, and is real. And I mean, just from a storytelling perspective, this film is very good. It's, it's. It is very good. I mean, yeah, it, it it shows more than it tells. Actually, I think yes, um, really yeah. good. I was watching a movie. Sorry, I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, to say say the name of the movie now. But it, that movie tells more than it shows, and and I'm like one hour thirty five minutes away from from finishing it. So yeah. Anyway, continue. Oh no, I think that's it. That's it. Yeah, okay, my, yeah. the assistant. Yeah, let's go. My number three. Okay, my number three is the sound of. The Sound of Metal. Okay. The okay. Riz Ahmed um, starring uh, film about this your guy. Second, your, this is this is your second disabled uh, person movie, right? Or differently enabled uh, person movie. Wait, what? You say it is what? Uh, I'm saying I'm saying differently enabled. I, I don't know. I'm looking for the most political correct way to say, you know, a person is. Uh, not as able-bodied as, as as we are, because the guy in Sound of Metal is going deaf, right? And then the other lady was uh, paraplegic in your number um, five movie or number four. Oh yeah, no, I think the the term you're looking for is disabled. Yes, I, I don't know whether that's politically correct, but yes, this is your second uh, disabled uh, person's movie. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, um, I didn't think of it that way, but I guess so. I guess so. Uh, this films are so powerful. This one, I, I think it's <sighs> it's just so powerful. Actually, the things that it talks about, and I wasn't expecting this level of um, this level of you know of storytelling of layered storytelling, I should say, because I think that hap- the things that happen in this in this movie uh i mean wow i won't say much but it was very resonant it was very resonant and uh, it stayed with me it it actually made me (laughs) start listening to music on you know some appropriate levels there um yeah i took that decision that this year i'm just going to listen to music like a normal person would and not bump it up and you know uh so yeah, I was saying this one is about this um, guy who is an ex. Um, is there such a thing as an ex addict? Okay, well, yeah, I guess there is. Uh, who is also a drama, a drama for a, um, I'd say a band, but it's just two people, um, a a metal, heavy metal band. Right. It's a duo, right? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Oh, th- that's the right term. Duo, yeah. 
uh, <laughs> I had forgotten that. Wow, hectic. Uh, but basically, so he loses his hearing from that, and now he has to grapple with this reality of him being deaf, and you know, wow. I was expecting a different movie going into this. I was expecting a movie that w- was going to tell me about, you know, it was going to preach to me. I was expecting a movie that was going to preach to me, but I found a movie that taught me a lot, right? Instead of preaching it, I, I, I learned a lot from this film. And I think the ending of the film, the last shot of this film, it's just one of the best from last year. I think it's... It is the best, I think. It is the best. Okay. Okay, that's... That's something, actually. But I, I would like to note uh, that um, Apple Music... And it, it, it annoyed me at first. And I think to a certain extent, it does annoy me that they've introduced this thing where, you know, when you're playing your music via um, the, you know, Bluetooth and headphones and stuff, the levels... Um, so like it, it lowers your volume down as soon as, 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 as soon as it gets too high for your ears, if, 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 if that makes sense. Um, that's so, good for your health. That's, that's it good is, for it your is, health. It is, it is. You can't turn it down. Um, you can't turn it off even. So I'm like, Whoa, okay. I, 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 I felt, <laughs> uh, annoyed actually. Like, why would they do this? Why not give me the option? But now that you mentioned the sound of music and what it, um, uh, Sound of Metal, sorry, and what it taught you. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that's a good lesson, actually. Uh, my number two, right, is an easy go, right? Um, it's, this is a French film, another Netflix uh, uh, original. Actually, it, it feels like we are just advertising Netflix. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, it's actually a, um, won't spoil it, actually, but it's, uh, it's set in, is it Cannes? Yeah, I, I think yeah, it's set it in Cannes. Yeah, it is Cannes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's set in Cannes. It's it's about class. Um, two girls, you know, one who one who's just coming of age. Actually, I think she's sixteen or or seventeen, and one who's who's come of age and she's uh, essentially more mature than the other one. And I think they're cousins, and and they go through. Um, a couple of days in in, in 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 Cannes, meeting people, their friends, and and stuff like that. The movie is beautifully shot, actually. I, um, I, I was astounded at how beautiful it's shot. It has like a, a, <clears throat> um, a scene where I feel like they shouldn't have done it. You know, like you know, naked people on the beach and stuff. But yeah. That, okay, that's the only okay. that's the only the sort of police is here <laughs> <laughs> no 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 I'm, I'm not i'm not a prude police but i just feel like um you know why do it you know um uh, but i guess in the context in the context of the movie right it, it does make sense um so I, I'll, I'll forgive him for that and you note and do note that i'm not saying much about the plot um of the movie precisely because um it's 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 more it's not a plot-heavy movie, right? So when I speak about the plot, then I, uh, I have the te- I have a tendency to to actually spoil it. Uh, but an easy girl is, is is quite brilliant, actually, very very um, brilliant. French, right? Surprised the French still make good movies. Like whoa, you know. Uh, but yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. So those were my number two and number one. The assistant is my, my number two, and Easy Girl is my number one. So yeah, there you have it. Whoa. Okay. Tell us more, Alex. Tell us more. I mean, what's more to tell about that? I, I, I'm a huge fan of um, An Easy Girl. Um, I don't know how many times I've said this, but yeah, uh, let me just repeat myself. But yeah, huge fan of the film. <laughs> uh, um, what else can I say? It's, it's. I guess like one of the things that I look into a film, it's um, uh, some sort of inspiration. If the film is not, if the film itself, it's not, um, you know, about some sad stuff and stuff like that and i feel like this film has that it had that and it inspired me and me having followed the filmmaker uh rebecca uh it's rebecca Slatowski. okay i'm okay if i've got if i've got the surname the has a name wrong i'll i'll edit, i'll edit it out but i think that's the surname um I've been following her her films, right? And I think like I've gotten an inspiration from what she did with this film. And um you know, most of the times in film in, in film, right, there's this whole narrative that has been peddled around around what makes a film and I feel like an easy girl defies such kind of um, you know, uh restrictive rules, right? And and that was inspirational for me because most of the times these films are so are shot in a certain way that is so uh, David Fincher esque, you know. Um, okay, okay. David Fincher um, did, did 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 a couple of good movies actually. Um, oh no, no, no! I'm not saying they're not good. I'm just saying like they are Penicum so specifically is. meticulous. Uh, I don't, I don't like the meticulousness of uh, David Fincher's films. They and uh, our guy uh, Nolan. Oh, Nolan! I don't like their meticulousness. Yeah. Um, yeah. You mean, I you mean the like idea, the idea of a perfect shot, right? Yes. I, I guess, that, I guess that, that that then becomes that is then the the difference between you know quote unquote commercial film and uh arty kind of arty kind of movies right because sometimes you f- you feel like these guys are trying to make the perfect shot and be put in the annals of history of film right and then the other guys just are making art right and <laughs> and, and I know and, and I know this is very simplistic and reductionist way of of, of looking at what you were saying but I'm uh I don't know. That's what I'm getting from what you're saying. Like, you know, these people are trying to too stagey. You know, some some of these movies are too stagey. True, true. I feel like they are, and and for me, it takes me out of the story and just thinking about, wow, this shot, this shot must have taken I don't know a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of effort to 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 pull to pull off, right? And a lot of takes, knowing knowing David Fincher and his takes and stuff, you you'd think that actually. And I'm having been on on a lot of sets. I don't like people making a lot of takes because I feel like they waste 
people's times and sometimes you just know room for more improvement right you you make this shot is perfect you're not satisfied but everybody thinks it's perfect and you you just go on and make this shot more perfect and i don't know this whole people are because i you know i I was watching a luca guadagnino series and he I, i feel like he his filmmaking is also that he doesn't really care about the perfect shot right but because he's making art he does make some very 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 cinematic very very good shots that i i think like uh if i think those filmmakers filmmakers like uh fincher and and uh nolan wouldn't even think of because they're so meticulous in their filmmaking they don't allow room for um improvisation and yeah just going with the flow i guess because i feel like some shots in that miniseries are so are so good as i mean they're so good and they they didn't take they don't they don't didn't well they did they did not i i believe take a lot of effort to pull off okay um yeah yeah and and easy girl has that i'm a, I'm a huge fan you know huge fan. when you say when you speak about a, a movie that's well shot um i i forget the name of the movie right but it was uh ben affleck's first movie that he shot it's based off um a dennis lehane he's also a a bosner uh dennis gone Le- baby gone yes gone baby gone like that's also one of my that's actually one of my favorite um movies as well like whoa i maybe because i read the book i don't, I don't know but yeah uh when you think when you think of something at least that you know at, at least that tries to be you know cinematic in the in the commercial sense basically right i yeah gone baby go gone baby gone if in fact that's how he made ago right uh that's how ago actually comes from the fact that he had made uh that 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 movie and then of course he made the um yeah the terrible movie that he had that he made uh two years ago <laughs> um I, I i forget i forget the name of the movie but yeah man yeah live by night yes live, live by, by night. night yes 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 we unfortunately have to live by that but yes i i do get you right <laughs> i do get what you're saying in terms of these people that look for the um for the perfect shot but i i think yeah. i need to clarify that in no way are you saying commercial filmmaking is not cinematic right you are not saying that commercial filmmaking is not cinematic what you are saying in essence is that they sometimes try too hard and i'm thinking here i saw also jengo and change and 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 i forgot to i saw it yesterday but it's very forgettable that i i, I actually saw it and, and and there are some shots there that i i think you know tarantino sometimes uh yeah overdoes it uh to you know to to an extent and you know some people like, gave the movie like five stars um yes it's still subjective actually I, i'm not going to go into um into jengo and why not <laughs> you know and why that and why it doesn't deserve like uh you know five stars but my final uh my final movie is actually called come with horses i like their earlier like the earlier name for the movie in the shadow of violence and and and, and stuff like that and i think um i think in ireland and in europe that's that's what it's called um i don't know why the the name change actually uh, came about 
um, maybe it's an intellectual property issue or maybe come with horses possibly um, sells well. Too sexual for America? It's possible. It's, that that's also that's also possible, right? Uh, but yeah, that might be. <laughs> yeah, but, but the movie actually follows this uh, crime family essentially, and it is about how your um, how your upbringing follows you basically, how your history follows you because this guy grew up in a very violent home, and then he's now. Uh, living in a in, you know in a violent way in in a violent society and 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 the child his his son um who's uh, disabled is is um i think he has autism i think the child is is is, is, is autism but not the uh, not the commercial autism that we see on you know in movies where um like the i think mercury rising or something i don't know the i think bruce willis uh, is a movie where there's an autistic kid who's smart, right? No, not that kind of um, autism. This is like, um, this is different, actually. Um, so the child, although very violent, right, is um, very, uh, very challenged. And, and and there's a line in the movie where the mother is like, um, you're the reason why the child is like this, right? So the whole idea of sins of the father is 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 is, is done very well in the movie itself. And um, yeah, I, I I don't want to spoil I don't want to spoil it, but it's um, it's like a a gangster movie set in Ireland. I think that's how I can uh, ca- characterize it. Uh, the the trailer does not give away anything actually, and and the ending is is somewhat forced. I think to 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 um, to an extent. Um, but it's it's brilliant, man. I I enjoyed the shorts. Like I didn't I didn't know that Ireland can be or parts of Ireland, uh, can be beautiful as as um, as the way they shot it. Cause I think it's shot in a very, uh, in a seaside place. Uh, what what you call that, Alex? You know, a place that's um, that's by the sea. Geographically, what do you call that? Um, I have no idea. Coastal. Isn't... Is it coastal? I think mm, that passes. That passes. I, I yeah, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's really good. Uh, Come with horses. It's actually um, yeah, one of the best movies I saw. I saw last year. Um, you know, uh, it apparently came out in other territories in twenty twenty nineteen, but I, I I saw it last year when when it came out in 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 the states. You know, via VODs and stuff and. Uh, for reference, right? These movies, all of them were five stars in my letterbox. Uh, only an easy girl got four and a half stars. Purely for, uh, you know, for, for, for that scene that I didn't like. Nudity. Yeah, purely for that scene that I didn't like. Okay. And the, the actress in that movie, actually, one of the actresses was embroiled in a very famous scandal. I won't say which. Um, involving a footballer. Um, a France... Uh, national team footballer who was um, expelled uh, from the national team following the scandal. He plays for Real Madrid, so I think some uh, football fans can actually guess at it. Um, but yeah, the, that, that is my actually, my that, that is my top five um, of, of 2020. But actually, for, for me, it's... 
for me it's it's very different because like the only film that I think has gotten not that I think but that I I gave five stars to was uh the sound of metal okay wow and that's that's the only film that, that you gave five stars everything else okay I think the assistant is four I'm not sure but I I, I don't think it's five stars but, okay yeah okay um but I the only reason it, it isn't number one is because um of recency bias um okay i'm afraid of putting it number one and i feel like it would be doing some injustice to those films that i have you know i like so much but i i i do think that uh, maybe i might re- i might revisit this uh you know this list and you know after a couple of months and Put it at number one. Okay. It is good. Yeah, yeah. I think, it's, I, I think it's, that's, it's very good. Yeah, I, I think that's what lists. Very yeah, good. That's, you know, like I saw I saw a, a post on Twitter saying, um, I, I think they put Boogie Down Productions, Keres One, um, I think Davy Record, um, um, on top, not in the top 10 actually, right? So, so the guy comments and he's like, you know, all this don't matter essentially because for me this is like a, you know a top five record. Uh, so I think we make these lists, but um, it's it's always ever changing. It's always it's always changing. You know, so like top number five today is number you know it's number three tomorrow, number one today is you know uh, that kind of a thing because all of this is very subjective. Uh, you know, uh, to all of us. True. True. Yeah. Um, yeah, we are reaching the end of this episode. Um, and yeah, where can our listeners find yeah. us? Okay, so you can, you can find you us can... on uh, at Skip Play uh, online uh, on Twitter. That's one word. And then you can find me at Kabelomutubi. That's at K A B E L O M U T U V I, right? On, on on Twitter and then on Letterbox as well. That's the that's me. You Alex, where can they find you? Um they can find me on only on Twitter. Uh well of course on Letterbox, but uh my Twitter handle is at Alex Corbani. It's Alex K O K O B A N Okay. Um Yeah. Okay, um okay, uh if you are listening on Apple Podcast, please, and you like our episode, please give us a review and commenting because apparently it go- it goes a long way. Yes, and yeah, say, say something. something. Uh, say something. Say something Cons- that you think. You know, say something that you think. Say something nice. Say something critical. That is that is on you. Just say something. Okay. Okay. Um. Goodbye till the next episode. Till the next episode. Till the next episode. Yeah, well, I was just trying to be Dr. Dredd there. But yeah, goodbye. <laughs>